welcome to the Lead From Within podcast. My name is Jane Mystery. This podcast is a vehicle for you to live true to yourself and live true to your greatness. It's all about bringing your best version, your most powerful version from within you out into the world so you can then lead those who you lead, lead yourself as well as lead others and really make the impact that you're here to make and to perform at the level that you want to perform at. In this episode, I really want to be talking about leadership and the importance of leading yourself to then lead others. Many of you who are listening to this, to this podcast, or all of you actually, are in some way, shape or form in a leadership position. You are either leading your whole business, many of you are entrepreneurs, many of you are leading your whole team. Some of you are executives or, or in, in, in the corporate world, leading teams either from thousand people to two people many of you are line managing other people um, and having convers- and, and, ha- and having line managerial slash leadership conversations with individuals some of you have children and so you're leading your children you're leading members of your family you're leading the causes that you really care for and so all of you in some way shape or form are leading others as well as leading yourself and your own life, which is another massive job in itself, right? And so I really want to talk today about the the importance of leading ourselves first and then being in a better position uh, and a more powerful position to lead others in an effective way um, and also in a heart-centered, um, constructive way as well. But... The way I want to do this is actually want to take you back to 2013, or maybe just after 2013, actually. I was in my corporate job as an analyst in a consulting firm in London. I had reached this position, and it was one, it was, it was my dream job, and I, I, I had in my mind that I'm going to be staying at this company, I'm going to be staying in this field for the next 50 years of my life, and I'm going to um, climb the corporate ladder and become extremely successful in the consulting industry within pharma. And so here I am as a extremely naive, um, how old was I back then? I can't remember, maybe 23 years old, maybe, um, in London, in in this firm. And I'm having a conversation with my line manager. And in this conversation, we're essentially talking about, you know, as you would have conversations with your, your line manager about, you know, your strengths, weaknesses, how things are going, career progression, all that kind of stuff. And I, I walk into the room, which is like on the seventh floor. I remember looking at the, the London skyline. It was a beautiful day. And I'm looking outside the window and, um, and I'm sharing with my manager, who's sitting, who's sitting on my right, how I really want to perform well and I want to you know, d- get to this position by this time. Um, I wanna, I'm, I'm sharing all the work which I've been doing and you know, things are going well, things are, that I could improve on, et cetera. And I'm really, you know, excited and ambitious and determined and inspired. And then this, and, and, and then my manager essentially says to me, you're being too ambitious. It's not going to happen. You have got a long way to go. And you're in dreamland, essentially. And I remember feeling so deflated. All that work which I've been doing for the last year and a half, two years on projects, for what? That was going through my mind. I just felt like 
my whole career um, idea of what it meant to be in a corporate career was just the the idea of this fairy tale um, career was just shattered. And I realized in that moment, or just after that, as soon as I came out of the room and you know, understanding, just kind of recollecting my own feelings, how maybe not every line manager or any manager in the corporate world, maybe they are not great leaders. I assumed that every single person who has managerial capacity and managerial responsibilities in, a, in the corporate world are there because they have some form of leadership skills. And maybe that wasn't the case. And so what I, over the course of the next few weeks and months, I kind of was recollecting what actually happened there. And as I now look back at it, you know, what are we seven years on? Um, maybe just, yeah, maybe five, five, six years, six years on. I now understand what actually happened in that conversation. Now, you know, being in leadership, coaching, etc. And what actually happened in that conversation was my manager had brought her own stories, insecurities, fears, judgments into the conversation, into the space that we were in, into the conversation that we were having. Her own stories were in the picture rather than kind of having the conversation from, from a blank slate or even from my perspective. And look, I have no... Um, and this is, I, I think it was, it was a great thing that happened because it taught me so much and I'm so grateful for that conversation uh, it, because it, I wouldn't have become the person who I've, who I've become if it wasn't for that quite a big turning point in my life that that conversation was. Um, and we've ha I've had multiple conversations like this in, in my early corporate days where coming out of conversations with more senior in individuals in organisations feeling, feeling extremely deflated, uninspired um, and just yeah not not enthusiastic and not bringing the best out of me essentially and so i think in today's world we are living in a complex multi-faceted multi-factorial um economy where there's a lot of factors a lot of inputs a lot of different dynamics going on different generational um differences between different levels in organizations as well as in the household right this is at work and at home as well and not everyone is uh, not everyone is a born leader right not everyone has that innate capacity innate strength however obviously these things can be learned and so the reason why i'm sharing that story is because in that conversation somebody else's insecurities fears judgments was brought into the conversation and because of that it didn't really um serve me because i i, I don't feel that that individual took or brought the best out of me um in that specific moment in time.
over time it probably did because I had to, you know, essentially learn to lead myself. Um, and that's, that, 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 that's one learning as well, because on the flip side of that, the best leadership conversations I've had and the best, you know, me being led by others is, is when someone's able to really deeply listen to me and meet me where I'm at and bring the best out of me. As we all know, that that's, you know, that's very simply what a great leadership coaching conversation is about. Right. And so why am I even sharing the story? Well, I think in today's world, given the, 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 the dynamics we have, we need more humanity in leadership. We need leaders to connect with people, other human beings at their level and bring them up. That's what heart-centered, service-orientated leadership is about. And so by me not sounding too fluffy about this, from a performance perspective, this is where individuals can really flourish. If you want to lead someone, you want to be able to get the best out of them. You want to be able to help them perform at a high level. You want to be able to take them, give them constructive feedback so they can make changes and become better, right? But if we're putting, if we're coming into these conversations, not managing our own energy, not managing our own stories, not even being aware of our own stories in our own minds, then that poses quite a big problem. And so this is the importance of leading yourself to then lead others. Leading ourselves, what do we mean? What do I mean by that? Well, leading ourselves is really leading our own mind, leading ourselves, having the relationship, having a, an extremely strong relationship with ourselves, managing our own energy, managing our own mind. Just like with any relationship, whether it be professional or personal, the quality of a relationship with an individual, another individual, is only going to be just as good as the relationship you have with yourself. And so there may be times in your life where you've had, you've had an extremely busy period, you're frustrated, you, you, you're stressed, um, you, and, and your mind is all over the place, your energy is low, you've not had time to really... Um, sit down and reflect and you're going into a conversation stressed and you just splurge out, right? You're bringing your baggage, your mental baggage into this conversation. You are putting your stress onto others and they, and, and obviously that's not extremely effective most likely, right? Because they um, don't go away with what they would class as, an effective conversation. They don't, they don't go away inspired. You know, you've stressed them out. You're passing on your stress to other people. And so leading yourself means have, you know, understanding your own feelings, your own energy, where you are at right now. And so how can we do this? Well, that doesn't mean by, by leading yourself. I don't mean that you, you need to be extremely perfect and com completely happy and get, have your, you know, ducks in a row all the time but it's about actually understanding where your relationship is with yourself right now that in where is that inner voice right now where's the, having the awareness of where you are from an energetic perspective from a mind perspective and that means you know you being led by other people you having those coaching conversations that you need to have 
with other with other individuals to understand where you're at and your development and your headspace. It may be things like journaling. It may be things like just mindfulness practices. These are different tools which I've spoken about before in this podcast where you're essentially developing the relationship you have with yourself, right? Um, so you've have, you have that space for you and that relationship with yourself. And so when you go into conversations with other people, you're coming to that conversation from a really good place of alignment. And so there are three things that create an extremely good leadership conversation. And I'm going to share that with you right now. Number one is when you're able to create space and leave your mental crap at the door before you go into this conversation. So say, say for example, if you're having a conversation with one of your juniors, when you walk into the room or attend that Zoom call, whatever you have on your mind in that moment is left at the door or outside of the door. If you're not aware of that, you're not able to actually take that mental baggage and leave it outside. You bring that in with you into the space and that creates an environment where it's not as effective. And so when you're leading others, the, the, the baggage comes in. And so what we want to do is, number one, be aware of that baggage. And, so, and then, so, so then number two, you can leave it at the door. So just before you get on the call or just before you enter the door, you consciously can say, look, I'm going to put that problems which I had aside so I can deal with that later. But for now, I'm going to be super present and create a space for this individual so I can lead this person in the most effective way. So that's the first thing. Leave your mental crap at the door. The second thing is you want to be speaking to the inner hero or the inner leader of that specific individual. So the coaching conversations or leadership conversations that you're having with someone that you are leading, you don't want to be, if, if they're complaining about something or if they're struggling with something or if they're, you know, um, talking about something where they're not being their most powerful self, you don't want to fall into the trap of agreeing to their stories. And I think it's important that you meet them where they are and really hear them, but you don't want to talk into that smaller version of them. When you're able to leave your crap out the door, when, you, when you're able to create the space and when, you, when you're able to really speak to the greater version of them within them, you're able to see through the stories that they're saying and you're able to really see their genius. You're able to hone down on who they really are so, and, and you're speaking directly towards the greatest version of them. You're not speaking into their stories. They're not, they've not come into a conversation with you to agree with them and to um, sympathize with them. They want to be led. They want you to bring them up. And you can't do that if you if you fall for their stories. You're, you know, pe people want to be led by you and they want to be led by you not just saying yes, yes, yes to their stories, but you pulling out, you showing them where their stories are. You showing them the stories, but you helping them 
become aware of the stories, but then you bringing them up, saying, "Look, you're better than that. This is this is how great you are. You're you're talking into their greatness. You're talking into their highest version of themselves." That's when they come out of the conversation inspired. That's when they come out of the conversation remembering who they are. So number two, you want to connect with the person's inner hero, inner greatness, inner leader. And number three is you want to speak from your own wisdom. In the present moment, you want to speak from your heart, your innate wisdom. In the moment when you're present in a conversation, you'll know what to say in that moment. And that's very different from going into the conversation and sharing things in the conversation from your own mental baggage, right? So I think a good reflection here is, am I I speaking from my heart or am I speaking from my own mental baggage here? And so when, when you when, when you do not leave your mental baggage at the door, as we, as we spoke about in point one, you're bringing that into the room and you're sharing from that space. So that's a very limited space you're coming from as a leader. You're coming from a um, limited space because that is your, only your experience and your experience isn't the whole truth in this world. It's your, it's your experience. Whereas when you're in the present moment, when you're having conversation and you're having, you're creating this space from a blank slate, you're speaking into this, this, this person's greatness, you're able to then speak from your own inner wisdom, your innate wisdom from your heart rather than your head. And that's when you're able to connect with people. You're able to connect with that individual. And that's what people really want in leadership, particularly in this day and age. They want to be heard, they want to be seen, and they want to feel connected to their leader. So those are three things. Number one, creating space and leaving your baggage at the door. Number two, connecting with that person's inner greatness and inner hero um, and talking into that. And number three, speaking from your inner wisdom, not from your own mental stories. I think if you're able to practice that more in the conversations that you're having, it will really I would experiment with it because I no doubt it will have some formative impact of, of impact in the conversation and the output of that conversation. Hope those three points were valuable for you. As you now go about your day and lead other individuals, have conversations with others, it'd be great for you to then reflect on actually where am I not being great at leading myself before leading others? Where can I now practice leaving my mental baggage at the door or dealing with my own mental baggage myself so I do not bring that into conversations with individuals? Where can I now start practicing speaking into people's greatness and seeing them for who they really are and not believing into their stories and really standing in possibility for them because they want to be led People want to be led by you. And number three, how can I be more present in conversations so I'm speaking from my heart and my own wisdom rather than trying to figure out what to say from my mind? I would love for you to let me know how this goes for you. And I would share this with members of your team. Share this episode with those who you think would really benefit from, who it could really transform their listening, transform their communication, transform their leadership. As always, 
Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode.